What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Business Breakthrough. In today's Business Breakthrough, I sit down with Amanda Parker of Cecil and Parker Painting in Little Rock, Arkansas. And the big topic was letting go, letting go of the authority on the job, letting go of the responsibility and handing that over to a fully capable individual creating an incubator of leadership in her business. And this is what really propels growth. It allows room for growth, not only in the individuals working for her, but her and her business. So this was an exciting one. One of my most passionate topics is leadership and empowering others to take charge. And that's what will free you. So listen to this business breakthrough. The big question you need to ask yourself every day is, do I own a job or do I own a business? And unfortunately, the majority of contractors out there own a job. That's right. They're a slave to their own business. But the other side of the fence is so much greener. It's so much better. And that's when you're finally fully in control of your destiny, your freedom, your time. And that's what Contractor Secrets is about. It's about taking back our time, building a business with systems, standards, values, procedures, putting yourself in the driver's seat. And that's what it's about. So I'm excited. I'm happy to have you here. Let's dive into the Contractor Secrets podcast. Started. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Business Breakthrough. I'm here with Amanda Parker of Cecil and Parker Painting. And she is out of Little Rock, Arkansas. And we're just chatting. Um, she has a big BNI banner behind her. So she's already familiar with, uh, you know, Giver's Game and all the wonderful qualities that BNI comes with, which I'm a big fan of. Um, so let's kind of chat a little bit about really what your business looks like and what your day to day is. That's really what's most important right now. So Amanda wakes up during the day. It's Monday morning. What's going on? Well, um, so I get up about six o'clock in the morning and okay. try to have a little me time, let the the mini horses out so they can mini run horses. amok. I've That's got two fun. great Danes. Um, okay. I wish I had my logo up. One of them is actually in my logo. Okay. Um, I get online and I do um, things for BNI. I'm the secretary treasurer for my chapter. Okay. And then uh, and then I do things for my website. You know, try to set up um, emails, reach out to clients, make sure I'm trying to uh, stay in contact. I get the kid up for virtual school. I've got a teenager, so that's right. fun. Yeah. Um, and then I go. I, I either hit the paint store or you know the post office. There's like six um, errands to run before I actually make it on the job site, and you know get there and confab with the crew. I'm a uh, women-owned and operated uh, paint wow. company. I've got two other women that work with me. And uh, it's kind of our, you know, our bread and butter. It's our focus. We confab, awesome. we talk about what the day is, and then we get to work. Love it. So yeah. I hope that you're using the women owned and operated as a marketing strategy. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, it's I interesting because I... when I first started, you know, my name is it's Cecil and Parker Painting. And when I first started, um, I really had that out there because I didn't think anybody would hire a woman painter. And uh, it's been if the exact they're smart. They would. <laughs> it's been the exact opposite. People love it. Yeah. yeah. If they're smart, they would. My wife, I make the mistake of actually painting in my house and my wife will actually point out things that I can't even see. So there's something about women. They just have greater detail. I think that's well known. So if, if you're smart as a contract or as a customer, you, you, uh -huh. you should lean toward the women. <laughs> um, that's just how it is. So, so you got two people working for you. Mm -hmm. currently. Um, what is your goal? I mean, do you want to, like, are you looking to expand? Like, are you looking to be even busier than you are now? And do you actually work on the jobs? 
Absolutely. So I currently, yes, I'm on um, on site every day except for Thursdays. Usually, okay. Thursday is my day for BNI uh, walkthroughs, appointments, one to ones, yep. things like that, and a and a little me time. Right. <laughs> Nothing wrong with right. that. Fruits. Um, yep. Like, you got to yeah. play with me, mom. That was the dog barking in the background. <laughs> it was. It was. I, I apologize. I try to have my no background kind of uh, set up. Um, I absolutely want to expand. I love what I do. One thing, you know, we offer something that a lot of uh, paint contractors around here don't offer, and that's the relationship with the client. Wow. We don't want to just paint your house every two years. You know, we want to have that conversation with you about the right products, um, color theory, what your space is being used for. And we really want to help kind of restore faith in the trades. You know, there's some Fear, you know, fear about tradespeople here in Little Rock, Arkansas. I don't know about anywhere else, but everywhere um, in the actual world. I've kind of figured. Um, <laughs> and I have a right. I have a yeah. goal of um, in two years not picking up a paintbrush. Okay. Nobody existing on the on the crew wow. picking up a paintbrush. I want to get. How did you get in into this business? Did you work for a painting company? No. So. Um, I kind of, I think it's in my blood. Honestly, okay. my mother met my father while she was working in a paint store. He was a painter. Okay. Uh, my wow. brother was a, was a fine arts major. He, um, loved painting. I was more of a performing arts person and I spent over a decade in the nonprofit sector. And, uh, I got out of that because of just disillusionment with, yeah. um, the sector and, uh, faith in, in, honestly, in humanity was kind of wow. waning at that point. And I, I thought, okay, I'll just go back to school. I'll go, I'll go to the Clinton school. I'll be fancy and do all that. And I had a girlfriend who just by chance mentioned that her husband was starting a contracting business and was looking for a painter and I needed a job. <laughs> so wow. it was just, I'll go do this wow. and fell in love with it. And within three months of working with him, I um, incorporated and basically went out on my own and I've been on my own ever since. And it, it wow. still blows my mind every day that I get wow. to work well, well, listening to you and seeing you seem super happy about what you've accomplished. You seem super happy about your business, your brand, that enthusiasm oh. resonates. You know, there's this tipping point that occurs, however, when you transition from being in there, relaxing, only one crew to worry about, taking off on Thursday. And then for you to tell me two years from now, you want to be out of the brush. That worries me. That is my biggest concern because you could be out of the brush tomorrow if you really wanted to. So there's something stopping you. And that's the stuff that I'm interested in. Mm -hmm. So what's stopping you from actually not going on the job? Now I'm going to list out a couple options to try to narrow this down because I understand the, the dynamic here. Number one, you love that client interaction. You want to be around the client. You want to, okay, that's number one. Number two, you love to paint. You love to be near and around the paint. And she's nodding her head, by the way, you're listening to this. <laughs> um, number three, now let's get to the not so exciting things. You're not so certain that the two team members that you have can run the job as well as you can. Is that correct? Yeah. Sort of. Yeah. A little bit. That's <laughs> okay. Be honest. Can do it no, as good as me. <laughs> nobody, of course not. Not even me in your business. You can't do it as good as me in my business. I can't do it as good as you in your business, your business. So that's okay. Um, and I would think number four is, is you having an entrepreneurial spirit that comes with the, uh, the need, not need, not want, not need to be in charge because this is your livelihood and you understand that if something goes wrong, it's on your shoulders. Okay. Absolutely. I'd say all of the above, all of the above, all of so, the above. So until we narrow down 
those things, which we just did, we, we can now grow because all of those things can be fixed and they can be, I would say, maintained in a way that you still get the satisfaction out of being around and near the customer. You still get the satisfaction of being on the job, uh, but also you have confidence in your team. That's number three, to do the job the way that you want it done, which automatically gives you the certainty in number four, which would mean that you don't have to worry about if things aren't going to go wrong because you number three is taking care of number four. So they go hand in hand. All right. So let's talk about the team members, two team members here. Um, if you had to rate their skill sets, I'm going to call team member A, which is the person that you put in charge on Thursdays, which is somebody who's in charge today, who you've texted 15 times already. <laughs> was texting when we, when we was, got hey, on. Absolutely. Hey, hey, did you do this? Hey, I, I get it. Can and you then, go over here and do this? Don't, don't forget, you know, I know it, I've been there. Yeah. So you got, you got number A or letter A, you got letter B. So mm -hmm. tell me the skill level one to 10, 10 being she can spray, uh, she can do everything that a professional painting contractor is expected to do one to 10. And then tell me B what her skill set one to 10 is one being you pick up trash and you eat lunch. So, um, worker a who's on the site today, I would put her at a nine. She's, um, learning to spray. She's had a, a little bit of experience with it, um, with me training her and I I'm getting more and more confident with her, her spraying. Um, okay. Worker B, she's, I mean, she's a 10. I mean, she's got oodles of experience. Um, I, I love it. Um, and she's six foot three, which makes things amazingly wow. more simple. So you don't need four foot ladders on the job. Well, for the other one, you know, we've got this great <laughs> little stair step going on. And, gotcha. and I'm the one that gets to, um, you know, contort into all the fun yep. little crevices. And yep. uh, me and B get to go up the scaffolding. So that's... Gotcha. That's the fun. <laughs> gotcha. So, so you have really good painters and I assume that you're just as good, if not better, you know, so what, what's stopping you from putting painter B in charge? Um, I think she they're, needs they're a probably not going to listen to this podcast, so you could be transparent. <laughs> So I, I think she needs uh, both of them, but especially B needs to slow down with the prep work. Okay. Uh, you know, there's, there's a finesse to it. You've really got to um, take your time with it. You know, when we're covering an entire floor, you know, um, with where a vaulted ceiling and the attached uh, kitchen and the attached dining room are, you have to be very intentional about how you're um, covering right. that floor, right. you know, and you also have to be able to pay attention to, you know, it, so they have what's time. called the painter's itch. You know what that is? They want to get the paint and start painting. <laughs> they really, really do. And I love that about them. I really do. But I am, I am prep work makes the yeah. dream work. Like, prep work makes the dream work. So yeah. for you on the job, prep work is the most important thing, right? Yes. Okay. How many jobs do you do a week? I mean, we, we get, we are on big jobs at a time and, and because right. of where we're at, um, it's, it's usually one job at a time. Um, there may be a little bit of overflow of maybe some cabinets from, you know, one or some touch up over here, or if there's an exterior, you know, Arkansas. Are you going to funny. do the touch ups? Um, I like to be there with the touch ups. Um, yeah, just so they because can keep it, working on the job. Right, right. Right. And, and it's that, nobody sees the things that I see, especially when they've been staring at it for, you know, eight hours plus 
you know, five days a week, I can come in there and I don't know, there's just things that I see that nobody else sees. And the right. same thing, you know, what it's part of our, it's part of how we work. You know, when we do the prep work, um, each other crew member is responsible for coming through after someone says they're done with whatever step. And, on. and just double checking. A absolutely. Right. So, so let me ask you, you're on a job this week. Is it cabinets? Uh, no, not yet. It's prep. Okay. It's literally okay. prep right now. So you've done <laughs> prepping from Monday through today. We've done prep work from Tuesday to today. Monday, okay. we were in Benton. Um, we, have an a, overflow. A, we have a large job that's been pushed back over the past few months due to um, COVID, um, the effects on, you know, lumber cost, um, snowmageddon that okay. hit. Um, the, so, you know, the so are you only doing residential painting? You're not taking on any other jobs? Uh, for the most part, I mean, I do do commercial work, but the commercial work, we've seemed to have a niche with um, treatment centers, um, you know, residential treatment centers, whether it is for um, children that are having behavior issues and need a, a you know, residential facility or actual drug and alcohol addiction. So that's, really kind of what we've done in the commercial um sector um we've got one that's waiting you know um to to get put in it's a bunch of exterior stuff and there's just been some hang-ups because it's a non-profit organization okay. and funding and whatnot all so right. i'm i'm feeling all this out and, I, and and my last question to you before i kind of try to um, turn the table a little bit what if you had to outline one area in your business, we might have already talked about it. I know growth was one of them. What is what is the purpose for you reaching out to me? What is that one thing that you were hoping to get a different perspective on or an area that you wanted to strengthen? I wanted some clarity from from an individual who's, whose focus is painting companies. I right. have an amazing business coach who is helping uh -huh. me with... Um, streamlining my time, you know, schedules, you yeah. know, that kind of thing. Um, the, the other stuff that overwhelms me, you know, that's falling off because I'm running a business. Um, but I wanted to get your perspective, you know, um, someone that understands paint companies, um, yeah. you know, well, let me, let me start with my perspective from what I'm gauging here. Okay. And I'm just going to give you a general overview and then I'm going to dive deep. So the first thing is, is you have two really good employees, which you should be treating them like they are, uh, the next thing to your child um, in terms of how much you care about them because they're very hard to come across. You know this very well. I'm sure you treat them and pay them very well. That's that's number one. I think that they both at that level of paint skill are leaders within your own organization. The only one in the entire world that can pull that out of them is you mm -hmm. and your focus and what you instill into them, the belief of, hey, you're going to be running a job soon, B-lady, okay, who has 10-level <laughs> skill, which you should be excited about when she gets yeah. there. These are some things that you need to do in order for me to confidently staff individuals underneath you, okay? And mm -hmm. I think that the more conversations you have about that, that issue with prep work is going to fizzle out because ultimately we all want to hit the next level. We all want a little more money. We want a little more responsibility. We want a little more growth. Okay. Growth happens when you invest in people. And if you have somebody who you consider a B, chances are that person's never been a manager of anything. Okay. So right. you have a unique opportunity to be the first person to give that person the green light 
And it's, an, it's, it's definitely a compliment. You can mm -hmm. really make it a thing. You know, you could have a sit down outside the job or, you know, I've taken people to lunch and I said, oh, Hey, absolutely. this is, yeah, this is my plan for you. You know, I want you to know something. Here's some areas that I think are stopping me being honest, being stopping me from giving you the green light to run a job. You're excellent at painting. I don't need to teach you how to paint. That's, but you have to understand we are not just expected to paint. We are expected to perform a service that doesn't just yeah. include painting. We shouldn't really be called painting contractors. We're actually prepping and painting contractors Absolutely. who also clean up. And, you know, yeah. sometimes we mow the lawn if needed. We do a lot. We do do a lot. Well, you have those and you have these conversations with people. I mean, you end up really, I don't know, sometimes being therapists for people. I mean, we've we found, yeah, we've built some amazing long lasting relationships, relationships oh, with yeah. people. You're in their home. It's very yeah. rare that they not only have people that come over to do a service, but connect with them while they're there in their most intimate space. Absolutely. So I think that what we should focus on is you need to channel, you are a, and this is how I see myself. And hopefully I can transition this thought process to you. You are a creator of leaders. That is the best type of business owner to be. You are a leader. You are an, an, your company is an incubator for leaders in their own capacity, whether they are crew members or project managers, or if they are just entry-level painters or apprentices, you are creating them to be leaders in their own capacity. When they are working on a task, just because they don't have authority doesn't mean they can't be a leader. That's something a lot of people misunderstand. Authority doesn't equate to leadership. Right. You see, leadership yeah. is character. That's what leadership is. It's having the integrity to do what's right, even when someone's not watching. Mm -hmm. Okay. So how you, and I don't need to discuss with you how to be a leader just by your demeanor and how you operate your enthusiasm. Obviously you do all those things, right? That's being instilled currently in number A, number A, letter A. <laughs> okay. Okay. So clearly she gets the idea. Okay, because you put her in charge and you're you're actually in a good mood today on Thursday, knowing that your job is being done properly. You're experiencing the taste of a system. Mm -hmm. And it's something that you can experience every single day of your life if you grasp what I'm teaching you. Which my point is this: you have two of those. 90% of the people that I interact with only have one. Yeah. And you too. Okay. So my thing is, is this, is this, am I heading in the right direction with some of this information? Is that, am I going the right way? I'm sorry. The dog was barking. No, that's okay. Am I heading in the right direction with some oh, of this absolutely. information? Yeah. yeah. And I, I do want to say like, we have a very amazing crew. You know, we, um, we do do stuff outside of the job site. You know, um, we talk collectively about our individual and collective goals and, I'd love, like, I, I want so much for them to be those leaders. You know, I know that they have it in them and I, I'd like to help instill that confidence in them, you know, to trust themselves in, okay. in their performance, you know? So, so how do we get, how do we trust people to operate within a certain parameter and produce a consistent result? That is the goal here because ultimately People are people just like you and I, we need schedules. We need boundaries. Mm -hmm. We need things to keep us in alignment or we get lazy. Okay. That's just natural human behavior. So you've got to create a system. And if you're telling me that you have to be on the job during a prep phase, to me, it just means that there's no system in place to ensure that no paint is being pulled out of a can before you've checked prep work. Yes. Yes. Okay. How can that be done? Well, we have these cool things, phones. Okay. Mm -hmm. We have 
unique apps that allow us to create checklists, put up pictures. Trello is a great app for this. Have you, are you familiar with Trello? No. We'll talk, I'll send you a text message later and I'll make okay. sure that you know about Trello. Thank so you. essentially what you could do is you can create a job uh, card, okay? Put a couple of pictures of the job and they would be able to access Trello. And you could create a checklist that says, okay, for this job, we need to protect the countertops. I'm going to give you a cabinet coating example. Are the, ca are the countertops masked in plastic? Are all the boxes masked in plastic? Have all the boxes been sanded? And as they do it, they check it off all the way. Okay, let me know when you're ready one hour before you finish your prep work. They shouldn't have paint on the job. They don't, if you don't put the candy next to the kid. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You know, so what you're doing is you're probably ordering the paint while they're prepping. So they're looking at it like, oh, I can't wait to paint. <laughs> right. Is that happening? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So if you want to solve that problem, don't give them the option. Don't bring paint there. I've done that many times. I know the, I know my guys sometimes I don't, Oh, we didn't, where's the paint? It's not ready yet. Let me know when you're done prepping. <laughs> right. <laughs> Cause I know there's right. a lot of prep here. You shouldn't be needing paint today. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So that's something that, that's something that you can do as a hedge. Okay. To make sure that you are keeping everyone in line and honest. Okay. So that checklist gives you a system. That's a system. So get the girls familiar with, okay, I need to submit a picture of the final prep work. Okay. And then oh, you're okay. on your way with the paint mm -hmm. and you saved your whole morning up until that time. But before this conversation, I could be wrong. I'm just kind of moving fast, but you'd be on site prepping with them. Mm -hmm. You don't need to be because they're not learning when you're there. They're yeah. not, you're, and you're not allowing them to be authoritative because every time that you step on the job, your, your a girl, the girl who you put in charge mm -hmm. no longer has that authority and starts to think that she's incapable. So you need to empower leadership by giving responsibility and then holding responsibility accountable. That is how leaders are grown. That's how it's just like your child. Right. Okay. You did everything for them. It's the same thing, you know, because I've been there and I've no, I've made the mistake of not giving someone the authority. And then mm -hmm. what, that, what that occurred is they wouldn't make decisions on their own. So I was actually working double time. They were afraid to make mistakes. Can't be afraid to make mistakes. That's very true on my side. They're, very afraid of making mistakes. Not because they're scared of you, but because they're scared of you. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, no. Sure. And, and so let me ask you this. Out of this week, let's look at it from Monday through Friday. If I talked to you last week, would you have had to step on the job? If you put this system in place and all they were doing was prepping, would you have had to step on the job this week? Or did you do it? Not step on the job because you want to see the customer. Step on the job because you had to work. Um, I don't know. I mean, to, to, honestly, this week was just weird. Um, because the if it were a normal week and you took out that a Monday, normal week, normal week. Yeah, a normal week, probably not. Probably, probably not. not. Because no. here's where I'm getting at. Your time, the business owner, is the most important aspect. It needs to be protected at all costs. Your time, because mm -hmm. if you're busy ripping tape and ripping plastic and painting, you're not selling, you're not marketing, and you're not hiring, which are growth factors in a business. Right. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Yeah. So those three things, if you at this point, and right now you're learning, which is a growth aspect. So you're okay. using great use of your time when it comes to the business. So mm -hmm. right now, 
your reality that you have at this moment is what you should be experiencing every day. If this is your scenario, you have two great employees. If you want to itch that scratch that itch of meeting with the homeowner, go and just highlight your employees when you're there. Aren't they doing a great job? Yeah. Oh my gosh. If her name is, let's say the A lady is like Joanne. Isn't Joanne amazing? She's going to take great care of you. You need to start pushing that okay. um, praise on them. Push the praise on her. Okay. So with that being said, going in that direction is going to allow you to free yourself so you can break off, look at the big picture, and then create a team for both of them, which could be two more people, one under each. I'd love that. <laughs> you know, and that's, that's the goal, but it's all about creating the leadership. Now, the last part of my spiel here, and then I, I'd love to kind of get some feedback from you, my last part. Your job types, your job types are going to make or break you from what you told me. You are not a specialist of anything. You're taking on too many jobs. You have cabinets. You're taking interior repaints. You're taking commercial jobs. You're taking office buildings. I love that you have a passion or it could just be a niche, but it sounded like a passion. You're helping underprivileged children paint these places. Let me tell you something. That's amazing. But you got to make sure that your, 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 your system is systemized. Then you break off and do things like that. Don't put the seatbelt on of the person next to you without yourself. Uh -huh. Because every time that you guys have this project, like you told me, this lingering project that's happening, that's been going on for months, every day you wake up, that's like this big cloud over your head. Okay. It has been such a source of stress. And it's just, I mean, it's stuff that's entirely out of, our control and some of it really even out of the contractor's control. So it's yeah. just this, well, you know, the biggest problem is you're working for a contractor. I hate it. He's probably in your BNI, isn't he? No, she's no, she's not. Um, and I love her to death. I just don't think that um, I told the crew, I was like, I, if I ever say we're going to work with a contractor again, smack me. Just well, it's me. a good lesson to learn and you ha might have to go through the pain of that experience mm -hmm. to recognize you have got to put your company in a little box. It's a box. This is what we do. This is who we serve. And when I say this is what we do, one to two job types at the most. I, and just so you know, when a painting company tells me, oh, we paint, you know, a cabinet coating company can be just a cabinet coating company with a shop that sprays the doors the way that it should be done. Okay. Mm -hmm. With processes for wrapping the doors and transporting them, having people prep the doors, having a team to go in and spread. Okay. But if you're so not do, yeah, if you're not doing that consistently, okay. Think about the pressure that's happening for your girls right now. They yeah. have to go from commercial jobs, then to high end cabinet coating that needs expert level prep, then to interior repaints where you just throw a drop on the ground and get started. You see how the inconsistency creates like yeah. confusion. So you also have to have this temperature gauge and that temperature gauge means how do my girls feel right now about how much work I'm putting on them? Not only do they have to do the work, they have to learn again how to do the work and they're not mm -hmm. building consistent habits. And I'm here getting upset with them because they're not prepping the way that they should, but they haven't prepped like this in two weeks. Yeah. Okay? That makes so much sense. Yeah. And, and you're causing that because you have created an inconsistent system. If I had owned a Starbucks and bought the Starbucks and everyone's used to making coffees and lattes and that's all they do. And I say, hey guys, it's my Starbucks now. We're actually going to make steaks. So I need somebody to put a stove over there 
and I need somebody to run to the store and get a filet mignon. So what would happen is somebody would actually buy the, buy the steak. Of course, if you have that many people coming through, somebody's going to buy a steak from Starbucks. Okay. Guess what? All right. You want a steak? No problem. Uh, anybody know how to cook a steak? So it's like this one thing, it, 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 it stops your flow and the customers that come to you for coffee, what do they do? They leave because you can't serve them. So the customers that would come to you who three bedroom, two bathroom house that want the girls to come, they're going to pay top dollar for you. You mm-hmm. won them over. You're, they're excited to work for you. They can't wait. They love your personality. They love what you're about. They love what you represent. You can't get to them because you're busy working for a contractor for a month and, and you're doing a cabinet job. It's going to take you four weeks and they need it done in three weeks because you didn't stick to your niche. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's my spiel. It makes perfect sense <laughs> good, good. because That's there's awesome. always some sort of anxiety, you know, and they hate, they hate cabinets. I personally love it. I'm kind of, I like, you know, hands on yeah. it, looking at, you know, I I mean, see, I've, and, I, and I love wallpaper removal, you know, like there's just, I'm, I'm yeah. kind of, a <laughs> but you have to take your emotion out of the business because when you do that, you have a, you have a, an emotion toward that thing. You're artsy. You, you like detail. You like those things, mm-hmm. take your emotion out of it because what you need to do is create a system. Then once you have a system, you can find people who genuinely like doing cabinets mm-hmm. and then you can have them do cabinets, you know, but you got to create some sort of consistent system. I think it should be interior repaints. That's it. You should be saying no to wallpaper. You should, and, and you're probably like, there's no way I'd say no to wallpaper. Okay. Just trust me. You stick to what you're good at. Next time someone asks you for wallpaper, say, hey, you have to hire a handyman to remove that for you. And then we'll come in and paint when it's gone. Okay? Oh, that's so hard. Well, you, came, you came to the to the to the breakthrough day. I mean, I can't right. tell you what you want to hear. As much as you're I'd right. love to, you're creating a consistent system. The girls will be happier and it's going to be easier to create a manager with a system that has bumpers. Okay. If she's got to think about how to remove wallpaper, that's going to take away from her making sure that she's applying paint properly on walls, trim doors, and ceilings. Right. Okay. That's a variable that you can't really expect a team of two to be excellent at. If you had four on the, on the job, all right, one person, you deal with the wallpaper for the, the whole day, everyone else, the system's working but not with two people, one person's on the wallpaper. And then guess what? Your one person is having to paint a whole house by themselves because that wallpaper is not coming off. She's getting frustrated. And then they call you and say, Hey, we're behind. You're like, how are you behind? And then you go there and do the job. And then guess what? You're, you're working the whole day. Right. Because you wanted wallpaper for 600 bucks. <laughs> it's not worth it. I get it. it. It's hard to say you. no, but you have positioned yourself as a company. That's it's okay to say no now. You're not a new company anymore. You don't need two years to get out of the brush. You need a shift in mindset. You can get out of the brush today if you really wanted to. You don't need to be there anymore. You don't, and you shouldn't be. Two years from now, if you're, if you're just getting out of the brush, something went wrong because no one's growing. Your girls aren't growing, and you're certainly, business is certainly not growing. Yeah. Wow. You know? I really thought, like... I really thought you were going to tell me two years was too soon. You know, like, I, I don't know. I'm so grateful to yeah. be on this call with you today you. because yeah. it, it, that you completely changed my perspective on a, on a number of things. Yeah. I appreciate yeah. that. Thank you. Well, I've been through it and I need to empower <laughs> you to create leaders. You're an incubator of leaders. That is your business model. And you I love can. that. 
Yeah. Use that as your, as your motto, because you have two great people and that's rare. Usually I spend my time helping people acquire the great people. And if they had the great people, we would be able to move, but you already <laughs> have them. Okay. And, and great leaders, you know, it's so funny. I'm going to give you a quick example here and then I guess we'll taper off the call, but I had uh, a friend and he had a, a painting business and he had little, did he know 10 or more leaders within that painting business that never got to blossom into leaders. What did they do? Half of them started their own business. The other half went with someone else who started their own business that actually empowered their leadership. Uh -huh. And that other person was able to grow his business from zero to 1.5 million in a year because he left the company along with the other guys. And he allowed a place for people to think independently and make mistakes. Whereas uh -huh. The individual that I'm referring to didn't allow that to happen and created a fear environment. Okay. Some people are going to be okay with that and they'll stay, but the best people want to be challenged and they want authority mm -hmm. and give it to them. Okay. Wow. Thank you so much. No problem. Like as soon as you said fear environment, like it just hit me. Like I kind of, like, I feel like that's kind of what we got going on. Everybody's worried. It seems like there's anxiety every single day. And your customers are feeling that. Yeah. It's, it's unfortunate. So what I would suggest, action step here. Okay. Don't go to this job. Say, you know what? And make it a thing. Mm -hmm. Call her and say, listen, I'm, I'm going to trust you with this one. All right. You got this. Watch the reaction you get. You're going you're gonna to be like, whoa, I should have done that a lot sooner. <laughs> and guess how good this job is going to be. It's going to be good. And then you say, hey, I'm going to come check it at the end of the day tomorrow. All right. And I'll bring you guys some lunch or something, or I'm going to come at lunchtime tomorrow and bring some lunch, you know, and just like start that culture and, and then start bringing more girls in there and empower these women yeah. to paint. I love that. Keep it going. Yeah. Great. Thank you so much. Cool. It was nice chatting with you. You as well. I All appreciate right, you cool. taking the time. Maybe we'll do it again. You can come on anytime. <laughs> All right. He, he can join too. The great Dane in the background. Yeah. He's, he always barks at the perfect time. I mean, every time I make a, a point. That's actually my female. And oh, she does. She absolutely does. Well, it's it's also trash day and recycle okay. day. And right. um, I live downtown Little Rock, so there's a lot of foot traffic. Lot of um, yeah, and um, you know, she'll um a shadow or a bird. So, anything. you know, it's it's perfect timing. <laughs> it reminds us all that we have zero control over anything and just to That's go right. with the flow. So go so. with the flow. Well, was this thank helpful you. for you today? Absolutely. I appreciate you all so right, much. Cool. Yes, thank you. We'll catch we'll catch up. Are you in my Facebook group? Um, I don't think so. I'm going to send you a link. It's, yeah, okay. it's a painting contractors, Facebook group. It's an awesome group. We have like 5,000 members in there and it's a great place to ask questions and collaborate. And I think it'll even help even more. I appreciate that. Take care. You too. All right. Bye. Drip jobs. CRM is finally here. That's right. So drip jobs is an automation platform for contractors, home service professionals. That's going to automatically follow up with your customers. It's going to allow you to send invoices, estimates. It's going to allow you to send out blast marketing emails to individuals based on where they are in the buying process. This software is next level. And I'm reaching out to you. You're a listener of this podcast, and I want you to be one of the first ones to give it a shot. So if you want to see what Drip Jobs can do for your business, I'd love for you to head over to dripjobs.com. Sign up for a free demo and get your team involved and let us sit with you and show you how powerful this software is. It's going to save you time. It's going to make you money and you're going to love 
the features that are built into drip jobs so if you want to check it out head over to dripjobs.com and we will give you first priority being a podcast listener uh, to be one of the very first to try out drip jobs in your home service business i'm super excited to share that with you and i'll catch you on the next episode